Welcome to the Midlife Remix, where we talk all things women owning the power of lived experience and personal agency, breaking out of ageist stereotypes and tired old narratives. This is the place you can come to listen, share, learn, and own that through our stories, we are connected and ready to show ourselves, each other, and the world that we're still alive, thriving, and valuable. I'm your host, C. Renee Washington. I'm so glad you're here. It's your life, but only if you make it so. The standards by which you live must be your own standards, your own values, your own convictions in regard to what is right and wrong, what is true and false, what is important and what is trivial. Eleanor Roosevelt, activist. Hello again, Midlife Remixers. This is C. Renee Washington, your Midlife Maven. And today, we're talking should and must. Before we dive into that, what do we do though? We celebrate. We celebrate something that's individual and personal to you. Something that you can say, yes, I did that. Because it's about you, not about your children, not about anybody else, not about your significant other. It's about that thing that you can uniquely claim as your own. And today I'm celebrating falling on my arse. That's my shout out to the British crime stroke binging that I do. <laughs> falling on my arse at a public restaurant <laughs> and laughing through it. Now, why am I celebrating that? One, let me say, I am grateful that I was able to laugh at that fall, that I didn't hurt myself. But I'm I'm really <laughs> celebrating the fact that I could laugh is because I'm pretty much a private person. I've loosened up some as I've gotten older. Back in the day, I was extremely private. And my big thing was public humiliation. Please don't let me be publicly humiliated. It was a real thing for me. Even back to childhood when I didn't want my parents to publicly humiliate me. Please don't let them do anything embarrassing. So I've really grown a lot out of that. And I was at this restaurant with uh, one of my best friends and her husband. And we were sitting outside because COVID. And we're in Alabama. It was, you know, it was, it was nice to sit outside. So we were sitting at a bench and they were sitting on one side of the table and I was sitting on the other side and the bench part was not connected to the table. So the benches were detached and I was sitting toward the end because, you know, you don't sit right in front of people now because COVID <laughs> and I have been going to physical therapy and the therapist, I asked her about sitting and if you didn't know, if you haven't read that sitting is worse than cigarette smoking now, did you know that? Sitting because of the stress that it puts on your body, on your back, 
And, you know, they recommend now that you get up frequently. And so my physical therapist said, yes, it's true. And that we should at least stand for five minutes every 15 minutes. Even if you don't walk or move around, she said, at least stand. So in trying to be obedient, I'm getting up off the bench to simply stand. And in attempting to do that, I fall off the bench. He felt like it was slow motion. I fell off the bench, right on my butt. The bench flips up in the air and turns over. It didn't hit me, thank God. And I'm just on the ground. I can't even get up. I'm laughing so hard. <laughs> and I know there was a time when I would have been mortified for that to happen because there were people out there. I mean, people were looking at me. Hey, I'm 62 now. Wait, hey, what? What? So that's what I'm celebrating. That I can laugh at myself now in ways that I couldn't before. So what are you celebrating? All right. So let's dive into these shoulds and musts. If you've listened to the podcast previously, you've heard me talk about ditching obligated living. That is the, you know, one of the big motivators for this podcast is I want women who are in these years we call midlife, who are either about to hit 50 or over 50 and are starting to question and wonder about their lack of prioritizing themselves. And I know from personal experience and from all the women that I've coached that women live under a lot of obligation. I mean, we all do as human beings, you know, and, and this is not to say again, as I've said previously, this is not about all obligations being bad. They're not. However, we do, we do have a lot of constrictions on who we are, who we would want to be based on who we believe we should be. And that's what I want us to get rid of, to ditch, to let that shit go. So when you think about a lot of the things that you do or don't do, I bet a lot of those things track back to something that you've been told at some point in your life is a should, a certain way of behaving or believing. And we can deeply believe those so much that they become facts. We, we think of them as facts. We treat them as facts when they really are not. There's this old story that I won't tell perfectly, but there's this old story about this woman who was making a cake and she freaked out because she couldn't find the cake pan that she usually baked the cake in. And she was searching high and low for this pan, freaking out because the cake would not bake properly if she couldn't bake it in this pan. And she called her grandmother, I believe is how the story goes, or she might've called her mom and the mom called the grandmother. And anyway, came around to the grandmother's like, uh, that's the only pan I had. That's why I made the cake in that kind of pan because that's the only pan I had. 
these are things that we have turned into shitty facts that are not based in anything other than belief, a lot of times false belief. I started doing this self-examination of shoulds and must pretty much accidentally because I happened to be in a bookstore browsing. And this was several years ago. I was in a bookstore browsing and this book caught my eye on the bookshelf because if you see this book, The Crossroads of Should and Must by L. Luna, you will see that the cover is very colorful and that caught my attention. And I picked it up and started browsing through it bought the book. And now not only do I revisit this book frequently, it is one of the foundational uh, resources that I use in coaching. And basically the premise of the book is that because it's the crossroads of should and must find and follow your passion. And L. Luna takes you through several exercises that allow you to tap into these shoulds that are keeping you from your must. And the must connects to your passion, your purpose, that thing you truly know deep in your soul that needs to be manifested before you leave this planet. And it could be many things or one thing. The shoulds are what get in the way of your must. The shoulds are what get in the way of your must. And I am on this mission <laughs> to keep myself out of the shoulds and to help as many women as possible do the same thing for themselves. That's why we're here in the Midlife Remix, to remix your shit. <laughs> Stir it up, ditch it, get rid of it, <laughs> and rework it so that it's working for you, not against you. Hey, Remixers, if you're loving the show, thank you. And also share the joy and the subscribe link with your friends. And if you aren't a part of our private community, correct that now. Subscribe at themidliferemix.life where we share resources and opportunities to interact with me, our guests, and our vibrant community. That link again is the midlife remix dot life. Okay, back to the show. Back to Eleanor Roosevelt, activist. And I love that it's, you know, she's tagged as activist instead of wife, first lady, you know, that's another thing I have is this thing about these roles and titles that can become weights you know, over our heads is that who are you really? Who are you truly? Eleanor Roosevelt was an activist who served as the first lady of this country. And she lived under a lot of shoulds at the time she was here in this world, she came from a family of privilege and she accomplished a lot in life. And some of you might think, well, yeah, you know, she came from, you know, good stock and whatever kind of stock or whatever, but did she really? Because even that can be a weight over your head, right? 
to come from privilege, a lot of shoulds come with that. And she had an unhappy childhood. She was considered to be an ugly duckling. She lost her parents. Her parents died while she was at a young age. And I think her dad was an alcoholic. Her mom died of an illness. And when she married Franklin Roosevelt, you know, as I'm not going to go deep into her biography, but as we know, he had mistresses. And then she connected to some really, really good female friends. And so there's the belief that she was a lesbian. So she went in the face of a lot of shoulds as far as being the good, dutiful, long-suffering wife. She spoke out on behalf of Black people for civil rights, which that was something that would be a, a should not do for her. She, you know, so she flew in the face of a lot of shoulds and oughts to step into her purpose, to do whatever she could, when she could, how she could, to make the world better. So I don't care where you are on the spectrum of your so-called status in life. We all are living under some type of should and ought dictates. And what can we do to move beyond those? Well, the first thing you have to do is know that they exist and what they are. And so that's why I'm so excited that the first book for the quarterly Midlife Remix Book Club is The Crossroads of Should and Must. And so the, the book information will be in the show notes and to be a part of that book club session is gonna be the first week of October. We are recording this in September and the book club will be the first week of October on October 7th. So excited about that. So that information will be in the show notes too. And I am kicking the book club off with this book because as I said, I revisit this book. The shoes that are within us are so deeply ingrained that we will continue to uncover shoulds throughout our lives. Just, you know, that's just part of it. And so you, you can't just read this book as a one and done. And so I'm attaching a challenge to the book. If you're in the Facebook group, I'm going to do a challenge. And so this is going to be the fall in love with me challenge. Fall in love with me challenge because it's almost fall. September 21st will be the first day of fall and the challenge will be that week in the Facebook group. So come join us there if you're not already a member. And if you hate Facebook, just come join us. Just, just come in, join the Midlife Remix, get out. But if not, the podcast episodes for the next month will be addressing this should and must conversation. So to get the full experience, you do want to be a member of the podcast community. You want to be a subscriber to the podcast community and you want to be in the Facebook group. 
or you can choose to do either because I'm not going to say you should be in both, although you should. <laughs> there are some legit shoulds. <laughs> and I'm going to say that's one of them. So what I want you to do is get this book, get the book, The Crossroads of Should and Must, get the book. And then I want you to, as I said, join the Facebook group or not, join the podcast community so you can hear the podcast episodes. And then I want you to start tracking shoulds. Start keeping a list of shoulds. And they can be anything from, I should eat breakfast foods for breakfast. That used to be a should for me, that I needed to be eating eggs or bacon, pancakes, whatever you consider breakfast foods. But now I eat whatever I want to eat for breakfast. And a lot of times it's leftover dinner from the night before. I'll eat pizza for breakfast. I had shrimp fried rice for breakfast yesterday. So I eat whatever I want to eat now. So it can be something as simple as that, or it can be something bigger. Like I should stay on this committee that's dragging my butt, or I should continue in this friendship that has really become somewhat toxic or at least frustrating. Or I should not go after this dream that I've had for years. And speaking of dreams, little side note, if you aren't in the Facebook community, there are some amazing women in that community and they are sharing a lot of the, the things that they're doing. And I am just, just, so impressed with women who are pushing through because I know that these women are doing this in spite of fears that they have, in spite of doubts that they have. They're writing books, they're launching podcasts. They are, uh, there's a woman who is a dance teacher and, and, and Jackie is in her, gosh, I don't want to overage Jackie. She's at least in her late seventies. And she's still teaching people how to dance. And she works with older people. And she is so much fun, so inspirational. She's had health challenges uh, and she still gets up and dances. I love, love that so much. So there are all kinds of things going on in, in that group uh, and women that are so inspiring and whose stories are very impactful from a, oh, you can do that. I can do it too kind of perspective. So just that little side note. Track your shoulds. Track as you go through the day, just, just come into this awareness. When you get ready to do something, ask yourself why you're doing it, particularly if you're feeling some kind of way about doing it. If you're feeling a nudge of resentment, if you're feeling a twinge of really, do I gotta? Let me give you an exercise that can help you with that. Make a list of Three things that you have to get done this week. Three things that you have to get done this week. And once you write them down, then I want you to read them out loud. So it could be, 
I have to go get my driver's license renewed. Or I have to take my mother to the doctor. Or I have to get the house cleaned up because my grandchildren are coming to visit. Or I have to go get my hair done. Whatever the things are that are at the top of your list this week, write those down. And then I want you to repeat them out loud again, this time with a tweak. Change have to to saying I could. So I have to take my mother to the doctor becomes I could take my mother to the doctor. I have to go get my driver's license renewed becomes I could go get my driver's license renewed. And I'm so glad I said that out loud because I need to go get my driver's license renewed. Sorry for that uh, distraction. Anyway, the point of this exercise is even if it is a legit should, what's really true is that we always have a choice. We always have a choice. I've done this exercise with groups of women and some of you will think that you have to do these things, particularly if they're connected to your children because you have to do it. And I remind them that being a good mother is also a choice. There are a lot of mothers out there who don't do the things that align with being a good mother. So while you feel obligated to do certain things, you feel that you have to do certain things, ultimately, you actually do not. You are choosing to do them. You are choosing to do them. And when you reframe your have-tos, your shoulds, your oughts as choices, and you bring in that agency of choice, that makes a difference. And so just check in when you flip that, I have to take my mom to the doctor to, I could take my mom to the doctor. Just pay attention to your body compass. Do you feel any kind of a shift? Because that doesn't mean that you're not going to take your mom to the doctor. Of course you are. Of course you are. And reframing it though as an option, as a choice, brings in personal agency, allows you to be released from the yoke of should, the yoke of feeling dragged. And also pay attention to when you reframe it as I could do it, if you feel a tremendous amount of relief in being able to reframe it that way, then maybe that does bear some examining as to how you can change that into a true choice, is there someone else who could do it? Is there a different way that it could be done? Is this something that you even really need to be doing at all? Choice opens up possibility. So that's what we have to look forward to in the Midlife Remix community. We're going to do a challenge. We're going to do a challenge around self-love. We're going to get ready for the, the first 
book club, Midlife Remix book club session, the first week of October. And we are going to track our shoulds. And I want to end the podcast with another excerpt from the book, The Crossroads of Should and Must. This is one of my favorite things ever. I think about this often. It just recenters me when I think about it. Are you familiar with Gurdjieff? Asked a friend. He was a spiritual teacher around the turn of the century. And one day he posed a question to his students. If a prisoner wants to escape from prison, what's the first thing he needs to know? You need to know the guard, one student said. You need to find the key, said another. No, Gurdjieff said. The first thing you need to know if you want to escape from prison is that you are in prison. Until you know that, no escape is possible. Oh, I love that so much. What's got you shackled? Remixers, what's got you shackled? And we can be we can be in a prison and not even realize it. That's why examining these shoulds is so powerful. So that's it for today. Start tracking those shoulds. Get yourself in this podcast community. If you have not already subscribed, come on over and visit us in the Facebook community. If you aren't there, do all the things. None of the things is your choice. I'm not going to should all over you. All right. You will hear me back on the podcast the next time. Thank you for joining me, C. Renee Washington, on today's episode of the Midlife Remix. I hope you enjoyed it and most importantly, got some great takeaways that move you to take action. For the show notes and other helpful resources, visit themidliferemix.life. Remember to follow, rate, review, and share. And join me again next week for another episode of the Midlife Remix, your trusted coaching oasis in your journey towards freedom on your own terms. What will you do to get the life you want?